Shall we clappity doo da? Clappity doo da in three, two, one. I'm feeling good today. Oh, I'm feeling good today. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm feeling good today. Oh, I'm feeling good today. Oh, 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 yeah. You were so official. With clappity in your countdown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know clappity doo was official. No, clappity just in your <laughs> clappity. My whole my what a clappity day, clappity day. No, thank you. Clappity day. Ugh. Well, it depends. Are we making butt cheeks clap or what? Oh, see, I was thinking old school, like having the clap. But I like yours better. (laughs) Wow, we went straight to venereal diseases. Is that what they're still called? Is that still? I don't know. Maybe? Okay. I'm not a doctor. I have news for you. Ooh, what's your news? I look like an old timey reporter. <laughs> you do look like an old timey. At like a local, like a like a Brook like Brooklyn in the seventies. <laughs> oh, late I 60s. can see the ring of smoke. So Julia, uh listeners, I know you can't see her, but um she's wearing these stunning are those gold rimmed or silver rimmed blue light gold glasses? Rimmed gold rimmed aviators. aviators, blue light glasses, and she's got this fantastic pattern shirt. Her hair is pulled back in a low pony and parted, but with her headset, kind of looks like she's just, like, rocking a short side part. She's got a gold chain. It's amazing. Three gold chains. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I think you need to take a photo and, like, put it up on the gram (laughs) so that way people can see. Because if we put, like, a smoke – like, a smoky filter over you, I can can smell the whiskey and the cologne just – Mm-hmm. oozing off of you and i am obsessed with it anyway thank you your breaking news your news you didn't my, say it was breaking my breaking news before i get into that mm-hmm. i feel like we have to shout out sean we do what up sean he shouts us out all the time like in yeah. the street so thank you sean <laughs> for being such a strong supporter we love you we love you so much thank you amazing okay you ready for this news yes i am okay do you remember? Well, I'm sure you. Re- well, let me not assume anything. <laughs> Your recommendo for last week's episode? Uh, nope, don't remember. Okay. Well, I was reading the Times as I do every Sunday. I uh-huh. get the Times. I wake up early, get it, get my tea, and then no one can talk to me for three solid hours until I finish my reading. This uh-huh. is who I am as a person. It's what brings me joy. So. I'm in the book section of the Mm -hmm. Sunday Times, and every week they talk to an author or other people in the entertainment space and basically talk about, like, what are you currently reading? What was the most formative book for you? Things like that. Mm -hmm. And Gabrielle Union, (gasps) the goddess that she is, was profiled this week. And they asked her, what's the last greatest book you read? And she said, the last greatest book I read was She Memes Well. (gasps) By Quinta. Quinta Brunson, which is what you recommended for the listeners last week. So for anyone that thought that we weren't credible recommenders, I know sometimes my recommendations (laughs) are a little niche. 
But <laughs> if Gabby Union supports it, may I call you Gabby? I'm a big fan. Then I think it's a solid reco. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, double down on that. Hell oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. it's so good. I, I love Quinta. Uh, I'm excited I could share that with you. That's beautiful. That you Thank you. And Gabrielle Union have definitively something in common. Yes. This is all I've ever wanted. <laughs> and at last, at long last, the time has come. Isn't it all anyone ever really wants? <laughs> to to be in cahoots with Gabrielle Union? I think so. That's what I want. Even remotely in her orbit. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So, okay. So moving on from that, mm-hmm. I texted you earlier. You did. Okay. I said, would you like to play a little game? Uh-huh. And I said, I also asked, would you like to know what the game is before we play it? And I said, and you no. said, said surprise me. me. Yep. So I'm going to give you six hypotheticals. Okay. These hypotheticals are very specific, specific genres of film. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> what I need you to do... Okay. Because I feel like we did a whole episode on this, mm-hmm. and it was amazing, but some of us, <clears throat> me, I'm, I'm bitches, <laughs> some of us need a little extra help understanding. So the episode in question was when you broke down Shakespeare and made it, like, super understandable. Uh-huh. And the game is, I am going to give you these niche genres and I'm going to ask that you pick which Shakespeare play oh, no. <laughs> is adapted into the genre. The caveat is it has to maintain the original text. Okay. Is it – and you're asking me, like, what, what play would fit in that genre, not, mm-hmm. like, what film already exists that is – No. Okay. No, no, no. No, okay, no. I would- it's basically like if you were, say, you were adapting or not really adapting, but you were transcribing his play. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, adapting it using the same language, but adapting it into this type of genre. Okay. Then you like which one would you pick? Which one do you think has the most correlations, or which one do you think would be best in this style? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'll just like start you off. With the first one, just to get the ball rolling so you know how it feels. Deal? Okay. Deal. Okay. I'm suddenly like, I don't know any Shakespeare. So. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. He has like 37 plays. I know 10 of them uh, well. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'll just make stuff up. Great. There are only six categories. So you can just pick which four you don't want to adapt and you're good. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. And, oh, also, at any point, these are not set in stone, so if at any point you hear a genre and you're like, oh, like, you can either double down or you can switch whatever you want to do. Okay. So, very flexible, but it has to be the original text. Okay. First genre, 1940s film noir heist movie. (laughs) Heist movie. Uh... I was going to say Macbeth just because it is about, like, taking a kingdom. Um, Yep. Okay. I'm going to say Macbeth for that one. 
Also. Macbeth, but with like Tommy guns. With Tommy guns. I would <laughs> I love the idea of the witches as just like silhouettes the entire time, you know, like under a street lamp in that classic yes. film noir style. Okay. All right. Macbeth. Macbeth. Okay. <sighs> Next okay. one. That was easy. See? We're yeah. getting in it, into it. Okay. For now. <laughs> Number two. A quintessential Wes Anderson film. Oh. <laughs> I feel like the obvious choice is A Midsummer Night's Dream. Not that it is a Wes Anderson film, but I feel like it <laughs> kind of has that feeling to it. Um, I think... Do I want to say A Midsummer Night's Dream? It would be so cute. Um... I definitely a comedy. Uh maybe maybe Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night as as a Wes Anderson. Yeah. Oh, that's your final. I, yeah, I feel like Midsummer Night's okay. Dream is like too obvious of a choice, but I might switch it and be like, you know what? No, it it's also the right choice. Uh but for okay. now I'm gonna go Twelfth Night. Okay. A buddy comedy starring Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen. <laughs> Oh man, uh, buddy comedy starring Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen. <laughs> I feel like they would both fuck up some iambic pentameter. Oh, I, uh, I'm gonna say one of the. Oh shit! Is it? It's not Henry Five. It might be Henry f- Four. Hmm. I can't remember. It's one of the history plays, but it's where um, King Henry is still going by Harry, and he's very young and kind of a a sleazeball, and it's him and uh, and his friend are like, I wish I could remember which one it is. This is what I mean when I'm like, I know Shakespeare, sort of. So who's Henry? Who are you casting as Henry? Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill? Ooh. Right? I think in terms of age, it should be Jonah Hill, but I'm going to go Seth Rogen because Seth has done the thing that like Henry does where he's, he's, well, they both have, they've like very, they very much matured with age. I'm uh-huh. going with Seth. Seth is going to okay. be Henry. Yeah. Okay. I'm sweating. I'm halfway through. Oh my God. Very interesting. <gasps> Number four, uh-huh. a buddy drama Starring Jonah Hill and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Uh, interesting. Hmm. Uh, I was like, Hamlet, and one of them can be the ghost. Um, <laughs> Make it Leo. <laughs> I mean, I would. Because um, I already know I'm going to get shit for this. I don't I don't think Leo really handles Shakespearean text very well. Anyway, look, look, Mercutio and Tybalt are fantastic. I'm not a huge Bos Lerman fan of R&J. Like, it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know what they're saying aside from Mercutio and Tybalt? I don't know. To be determined. Um... I've never seen it. 
it's uh, it's beautiful. I don't know that I have a desire. It's to. beautiful. I I would watch it for Mercutio alone. Like, mm-hmm. wonderful. He's wonderful. Um, who plays him? I can't remember the actor's name right off the top. John of Leguizamo plays Tybalt. Ah, um, the actor who plays Channing Tatum. Yes. Gary Oldman. Uh, no, Harold uh, Perrineau, I think is how you say his name. Mm. Harold Perrineau plays Mercutio, and he is phenomenal. Mm. Um, did I give you a proper answer? I don't think I did. Uh, Hamlet? Yeah, I'm going to say Hamlet for now. Okay. <laughs> cool. Buddy cop. Not buddy cop, but buddy film. That's a drama. Could be a buddy cop. Why not? I, although I feel like you got to do if you're doing buddy cop, you got to you got to have Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg like reva- revamp their oh, partnership <laughs> and do a buddy cop thing that way. Which we'll leave that as the bonus genre okay. if you feel so inclined to answer. Um, five out of six. The next Jurassic World movie. <laughs> You knew I was going to put, you had to have known I was going to put dinosaurs in there I somewhere. Didn't, I was not expecting dinosaurs in this. Um, you should always expect dinosaurs from me. I'm going to go with a Midsummer Night's Dream. I think that one makes the most sense. That's amazing. <laughs> it's already fucking weird. Let's just triple it, you know? That's amazing. Why not? I, I don't know why I imagine a T-Rex in a tutu, but. Because there are fairies in the play and I absolutely was like, oh. The dinosaurs can obviously be the fairies and the creatures of the woods. So there you go. Maybe that'll Boom. be Elton Rex's like first <gasps> His outfit debut. change Aww. in in concert. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Uh, For the I last know. one. Maybe I'm I'm still sweaty. So it's the last Ooh, one. It's the last one. A musical mm-hmm. produced by one Ryan Murphy. Oh, God. Uh, I feel like he would go with Romeo and Juliet because it's Romeo and Juliet. So we're not going with that one. Um, Okay, but while you think about that, I have to pose the question, how do we feel about Evan Peters as Romeo? Oh, I feel like that would be incredible. I need to change my pants now. (laughs) Yes. That's what I'm saying. Interesting. Um, I also do think like there is uh, a a bit of there's a there's already a lot of like wonderful poetry in Romeo and Juliet, so it'd be easy mm-hmm. to turn it into a musical. Not easy. And it's got the tragedy vibe. But I feel like okay, Ryan Murphy would maybe go with that because of the love story, but I could also see him going with Macbeth because mm. it's really dark and spooky. Oh, oh, Wait, The Tempest. The Tempest. He would... It's fucking off the walls. The Tempest. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go, Ryan Murphy. And for Not your buddy you... cop, we're doing much to do about nothing. It's two side characters that are kind of like a little... I'm I'm thinking specifically Nathan Fillion in the Joss Whedon version of Much Ado played... I can't remember the character's name, uh, but he was a cop in it and played that role. And it was it was wonderful. It was perfect. So... What another, that's like another human being that is <laughs> delightful to me. Nathan Fillion? Oh, yeah. I love him. He's wonderful. He is Absolutely amazing. Wonderful. I can't decide game. if I want him to like 
I don't, I can't decide if I like have a crush on him romantically or if I kind of want him to be a father figure to me. Oh. It's very confusing to me. I thought you were going to say romantically or a friend. And I was like, why not both? And then you threw in the father figure and I was like, <laughs> nope, never mind. This is, this is not. This got weird Oedipus now. Rex. Oedipus Rex. Is that right? Whatever. I don't remember my Greek tragedies. Oedipus complex? The Oedipus oh. complex, yeah. But that's like with, with the mom. Whatever. Anyway. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed the game. I did. Question for you. Was this inspired by one of your film classes? This was, I was wish I could Was this your homework remember. for your film class? No, 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 no. <laughs> I would never, I would never taint the sacred space with recycled homework. Who do you think I am? I don't know, man. I don't wacky. remember. I don't remember how... I thought of it. Were or you how in the shower? To me. No, I was watching oh. TV, but it was one of those things where my thoughts skipped like a stone on water. And then I ended <laughs> up there, but I don't remember how I got there. That's, you know what? I love it. Thank you. That was a yeah. fun game. I'm happy to oblige. Um, well, our listeners are in for a little bit of a, a delightful continuation because our guests for this episode and us, we we started off trying to be somewhat professional, I think, mm-hmm. and or somewhat like cordial, but then it really went off the rails. We talk about like doing the splits on horses. We talk about cats on horses. We talk about a lot of weird things, um, but it was so incredible to talk to. Ashley and Dan, who together make up Indecisive Travels, they are digital nomads that during the pandemic picked up and started, you know, just living a month in New Mexico, a month in Texas. They're in Seattle now, and they're just taking in all the sights, the sounds, the food, and Mm -hmm. their photography is like National Geographic worthy. So good. Um, and they're also high school sweethearts that have known each other for like 10 years. They've been married for a few, I think like three years or so, and they still have so much fun together and love mm-hmm. each other. And so it was just like a very warm and fuzzy, funny, sometimes off the rails, but that's us kind of episode. Part for the course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope everyone enjoys listening to it as much as we enjoyed giggling our asses off during it. Yeah. It's super fun, so... Enjoy. Whee! Three, two, one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just start clapping? Like yeah, Ashley just started applauding. But you know what? That's the kind of energy that I like to start off a conversation with. Just like round of applause for everyone involved. Fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Zoom video. We made it. I'm so excited to talk to you two goofballs. Well, I know Ashley's the goofball, and Dan, you you married her. I mean, you made a choice to be a part of this, but are you – like, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> he blinked more than he's twice. Good. I don't okay, know what he's that good. Means, So He's fine. He's fine. Um, so welcome to the show, Ashley and Dan, the curators, adventurers of Indecisive Travels. Um, 
I would love for you two to kind of break it all down, but very quickly, let me see if I understand this. So you two were living in New York, New York City, Brooklyn, for years, grinding, hustling, doing the thing. And then the pandemic hit, and you had the opportunity to pick up your life and just be digital nomads. And you're making your way through the country, and you're documenting everything on Indecisive Travels. Did I get that right? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty right. Yes. Why? Mm. <laughs> Why? Why? No, no, no. You missed something. We're also talking about cat. Oh, Lily. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lily the cat. Lily the cat who uh, grew up as like a bougie Brooklyn girl, like doesn't go outside, now has to drive in the car and like go to different places. Yeah, so. she loves it. Yeah, like I'm just kidding. She hates it. We've poor <laughs> girl's life. Oh come on, she's so happy. Most how of- how many scratches have needed stitches? Well, Zero. she's not very. She's not violent. But she's oh. very. She's very vocal though. <laughs> yeah. So for like eight hours, she's just like screaming in the car. That sounds yeah. traumatic for everyone involved. It's not great. It's not great. But other than that, yes, you've got it right. So why, why leave Brooklyn behind, especially since you guys were in your apartment for a very long time, you made it very cozy. I've been in that apartment that may or may not have had a ghost in it, but that's a separate story. (laughs) Um, Or maybe not. Maybe you want to tell it. And then you are both from New York originally grew up there and then you decided to leave it all behind and just go to places in like live on a ranch in Texas. And now you're in Seattle, which I hope you remake that scene from sleepless in Seattle for one of your reels, which we'll get to. (laughs) I'm like hopping all over the place, but your reels we're going to have to talk about in this conversation as well. But like, why did you even decide to do this? And then why did you decide to document it as well on Instagram? I mean, we did a very large portion of the pandemic in Brooklyn. Mm. Um, and we were just so stir crazy. Like we were so stir crazy. Our apartment's not like the tiniest of the tiny Brooklyn apartments, but yep. it was still small. Um, and so we were like, all right, let's look at houses upstate New York, you know, start down the trajectory that everybody does. But we just couldn't like we just couldn't pick one. We were just like, it didn't feel right. And we were like, well, let's just, let's just like, maybe let's just go to Texas for a month. Um, and so we booked an Airbnb in Texas. And then like, before we knew it, we had given up our apartment to one of our really good friends, uh, and bought a car and we were like, Oh shit. Uh, we have to find other places to stay. Um, and so we started booking other Airbnbs after Austin and it kind of just like spiraled. Right. Yeah. I was going to say we just got lost, but that's more in depth. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to find a good sandwich and just ended up in Seattle <laughs> six months later. You're just Did on you... the hunt for the best sandwich, is what it is. I think Ashley's experience has been very different. <laughs> Dan's just like doing a sandwich tour of the United yeah. States. Hang on yeah. for time. Why? How am I? <laughs> So uh, what is the best sandwich you've had so far? Uh, 
I mean Texas. Austin had the best sandwiches. Yeah, Texas. Because all the barbecue sandwiches. Yeah, Texas. Right? Texas, for sure. We had a good pastrami in, in Salt Lake City once. Mm-hmm. And, some, and someone had the idea of that compared <laughs> to uh, Katz's. I wouldn't go that far. It was good, but... That brings up an interesting point. Would you say that at this point in your journey, you've, like, deconditioned from New York? Or you're still very much... Like, because when I moved to the West Coast, it took me a good year to wear color. I'm not today, but (laughs) that's another story. It took me a good year to wear color. It took me, like, a year to not compare everything to New York. Like, are you still... Have you like let it go um i feel like we definitely compare things to new york <clears throat> yeah yeah especially like food and like i don't know going out to eat well a prime example is we went to this restaurant in montana last week and um it's like our favorite restaurant that we've ever been to on this entire trip and we're like oh my gosh it has brooklyn vibes it has brooklyn vibes we love it <laughs> and, uh Turns out um, the owner is from Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Checks out. Mm -hmm. So, so yes, we still compare things to Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, the food and everything has been so incredible, but it's hard to compare things. It is. It is. (laughs) It is. Okay. So walk, walk me through your journey like your roadmap where have you been mm. and in what order i'm gonna let ashley do it <laughs> no i was gonna say i'll let you do it have Gee, lily do it we can't name one place that we've been <laughs> that checks out still so think rude. we're in texas <laughs> no i'm so bad i was in a meeting today and someone was like what part of seattle were you in or are you in right now and i was like Dan, <laughs> Seattle, isn't that just, yeah. <laughs> just the one that I know? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No, I can name the ones we've been in for a month, but I definitely can't name the. Well, we took like a week initial drive from New York to Texas. That's like how we started out, and we stopped in Virginia, North Carolina, uh, Memphis. Well, so um, yeah, Memphis, Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then Lafayette, Louisiana, which was a really random one. So it wasn't a full, like, I think four or five nights. That was, that was fun. Just kind of one night on, the, on each spot. Yeah. And then we did Texas for a month. Yeah. We did New Mexico. Mm-hmm. On the way to New Mexico, though, we stopped in Marfa for a night or two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah, just saying, having a little detail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adding some uh, seasoning to the sandwich. New Mexico, Utah, Colorado, Montana, and so, now we're in Seattle. I yeah. did it. Wow. We were back in New York for two weeks. Went to Montauk and the Adirondacks on some fan vacays. Yeah. What's been your favorite place so far and why? This is like my least favorite question. We do we can this. skip it if you want. <laughs> After no. every place we go, I'm always asking. You. Okay, let me, let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Rather than picking your favorite, what is, 
one either destination, city, restaurant, activity, whatever that stands out in your mind that you think everyone should go to and experience? Is that easier or is that an equally shitty question? (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Go on. So how's that bad question? And let's go back to the other one, please. Fair, fair. No, it's you both. I love everywhere is so beautiful and amazing and has its own just get it out new mexico i freaking love new mexico (laughs) so much new mexico yeah new mexico was awesome for me i would say i was most enthralled by montana and i feel like that's somewhere people should go yeah it's awesome new mexico too though Uh, it's awesome so for my for my birthday I love horses. I love riding horses. And we were right near Yellowstone. And so for my birthday, I hinted many, 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 many times that I wanted to go horseback riding in Yellowstone. And so Dan surprised me with a four hour horseback ride through Yellowstone. And I'm like, I was ecstatic, freaking out. And he was like panicking. Oh, no. He get to the place and literally, so Dan is inflexible. Like he has no physically. flexibility. Yeah. No, like physically. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you're moving around month to month. I feel like there's some flexibility, but physically <laughs> makes sense. Well, flexible, flexible guy. Just not physically. No, not physically. We get there and this guy pulls out a beautiful, what's it called? Like a paint horse, but like they are wide. <laughs> and Dan is and I'm like there's no way that's your horse it's definitely the like guide's horse no stress don't worry it's his horse right so now oh. be a gymnast and do a full split for <laughs> for four hours through a national park well if only you made it that long but yeah I couldn't I had to make them stop a half oh. hour. a half hour and stop the guy literally uh, <laughs> switched saddles and put Dan on his horse, and he switched to this really wide horse. Um, and this horse could sense apparently that Dan did not want to be on it. It would not yeah. walk. It wouldn't walk. It wouldn't go anywhere. Because I was whispering it in its ear. <laughs> <laughs> what were you whispering? I don't want to be on you. <laughs> I hate it here. Please let me go home. I saw this on your Instagram on indecisive underscore travels Instagram where you are actually you are riding a horse and Dan is walking on foot behind you looking so morally crumbled. Mm, Yes. And I was actually very happy at that moment. Yeah. He uh, they kept telling him to like kick the horse to make it go. And will you explain why you couldn't kick the horse? (laughs) because it's <laughs> very hard to explain, but I already split as far as I could. So I couldn't move my foot out enough to then bring it back with enough force to kick the horse. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? No. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a particular spot. So, you're supposed like, to nudge I him. Horse, but he has no idea. He's just hanging. So then, um, I just asked if I could just hike behind them, and I did. And, and he did. I was, it was so nice after that. 
may we add that there was a grizzly bear sighting was. a grizzly ransacked someone's tent right close to where we were so dan is just hiking behind us on on horses and we're like panicking about a grizzly <laughs> so <laughs> I, Daniel. Almost, I don't know if i'd rather be on a horse when a grizzly comes up yes of course you would daniel do you think you can outrun a grizzly no oh. but maybe i can pet it pet it spot or something i don't know <laughs> Okay, I'm not saying seduce the grizzly. I'm saying stay alive. <laughs> I can't seduce it to stay alive. <laughs> that's fair. That's a, that's actually a really interesting strategy that just might work. I don't. I don't think so. But hey, I left like a bunch of meat in the saddles of their horses so that they would be over there. <laughs> Amazing. Just like putting lunch meat in the <laughs> saddle bags. On the side. <laughs> it's a strategy. You guys. Amazing. So then why did you decide to create the Indecisive Travels Instagram and begin documenting it all? Which, by the way, your photography is incredible. Like, make a coffee table book out of it. I would buy mm-hmm. it. Pre-order that shit. <laughs> like, tap, tap, tap. I'm on it. Um, and then the reels. The reels. We're going to talk about those fucking reels, but why, why did you decide to like create this visual diary? Um, I don't know. I guess just for that, like it's a visual diary. It's not like we like left and wanted to like make a, a blog or like a travel page. Like we made the decision before to, tr- to leave to, before we made any decision to like make any social media about it. But um, I don't agree with what you just said. Really? Yeah. You set out at the onset to make no. a, a travel Instagram. So Dan has been taking uh, without me knowing. <laughs> Dan's been taking uh, coding courses, so like website development, um, and has been building us a website to document our travels, um, like learning from scratch, and it's beautiful. And uh, we haven't really like told many people about it, but we made the Instagram page so that eventually we could kind of like get a following and then like share the website that he made, which is beautiful. Right. And it was, yeah. So that's true. It was all kind of like a, a project for me to put these skills I was learning into practice. And then at the end have like, Oh, here's a portfolio piece. And also we did want to, you know, um, I don't know, record everything that we were doing anyway especially visually. So yeah. So it just worked out that way. It was like, we want this anyway. And it would be a good idea to try it from scratch and like learn a bunch of stuff. Do you guys get why we call ourselves indecisive? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ashley, are you a stage wife? Yes. That's a yes. They're both laughing. That's a yes. 100%. (laughs) I know how indecisive you are, Ashley, because I'm going to blow up your spot right now to our very strong following in Korea, apparently, mm-hmm. that we're ranked 83 on the Apple podcast charts in Korea. We're charting very well. It's pretty dope. They're in Kuwait. They love us. Anyway, anyway, um, you and I were using a clothing rental service at the same time while we were working at the front desk of an, an office together. And I would pick my outfits so quickly. I was just be like, this looks good. This looks good. Great. Send it, ship it, whatever. You would sit there for 
hours sometimes and just painstakingly look at all the details, read the reviews, look at how they looked on other people, and then still had trouble making decisions. Yeah. Yep. Are you uh, still like that in your travels? Yes. Have you, like, while you're booking your Airbnb, booked a spot, gotten there and been like, nope, and then moved locations and been like, need need something else? No, we haven't with Airbnb. We have. Okay. We have with the hotel. A couple hotels. Yeah. Mm. Um, But not with the Airbnbs. We've gotten pretty lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one that was really bad. I mean, we didn't love the Salt Lake one, Salt Lake City. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. But no, we've never, like, come close enough to, like, bailing on the Airbnb because then you lose all. Well, also, yeah. we're in people pleasers, <laughs> so, like, we don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Where was the ranch that you lived on? Didn't you guys live on a ranch with a bunch of horses and one of them tried to eat Ashley's face? New Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do you think I love New Mexico? <laughs> I was going to ask, is is that why? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just that very personal encounter with a horse. Yeah. They were very too intimate. Horse- and they were like kind of old. Like if you can picture a grumpy old man in a horse, there were two of them in our backyard. It was the best. Oh. Every single day we would like go explore, but then we'd race home so that we could watch them. Because they, they really turned it up for you, like, when the sun started going down. Oh, yeah. It was How weird. so? They'd get all revved up and start chasing each other around, like, biting each other and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just like was, a brawl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like ballet. It was like yes. horse ballet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we did in New Mexico. Can't wait to go back. I yeah. need to sit with that for a minute. You two mm-hmm. are insane. Take your time. <laughs> Let's talk about the reels because mm-hmm. you're doing all of these trends. Dan is your actor slash model. Like, is this something that you two strategize and create and edit together? Or is this something where Ashley's like, Dan, we're going to do this. This is what I need you to do. I'm going to direct this. Da, 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 and then like, you do it. And then do you do it begrudgingly or do you do it enthusiastically? Oh, definitely not enthusiastically. Are you, <laughs> are you saying I force you to do the reels? I just, I, I'm not like having a horrible time, but you know, I feel like, so at reels that she made, that's, it's like that. And then it's the same way though. Like with, I think I made two of them. And Ashley was not involved in them at all, really. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we kind of haven't, we haven't had a real yet where we really yeah. coincide on it. We don't agree. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the, the real with the slippers and the shoes and the transitions. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah. edit that one? No, I didn't edit that. That's real footage live. Shut up. <laughs> it was impeccable. It was perfect. It was so smooth. I need to know how to do that. I did Just it. Just letting you know. Premiere Pro, which is another thing in this this journey I've been wanting to learn is more Adobe Suite stuff. So that was like a project to learn more Premiere Pro. 
someone, one of our, um, my sister's brother, like challenged us to do that trend. His sister's brother. What did I say? Your sister's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Boyfriend. It's like, you? <laughs> I looked. Or up, your brother? And I challenged myself one day. Well, it was flawless. It was exceptional. Are you guys going to do reels of Lily? Yes. She doesn't cooperate, mm. though. She's literally staring at us from across the room like, no, what are you doing? She knows we're talking about it. She's pretending she doesn't see us, but she's coming our way. Yeah, oh. she does that. <laughs> she does that. She's coming over. She's like, I don't want the spotlight, but if it's already oh. on me, I'll take it. Yeah. I can introduce Lily you guys to Taylor. Adorable. Also, I just want to say that all of you are some shade of strawberry blonde. Dan, <laughs> Ashley, Lily, like you're all some shade of strawberry blonde. That's it, is, it does kind of look like Lily. I mean, Ashley. Well. <laughs> Dan. I'm having a hard time speaking today. Deep and deep. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're safe. We're in a safe place. Thank you. <laughs> What's on the docket for Seattle? What are the things that you are like, we need to do this? Oh, and. Olympic National Park, Mount Rainier, and we got like so many recommendations from yeah. So like we haven't really had to put any thought into it at all, which is nice. We just have like a list of things to choose from. Yeah. So we're just gonna do that. Um. Yeah. Check it out on Indecisive underscore <laughs> Travelers. <laughs> Indecisive Travels. Nailed, nailed it. Nailed that pitch. Amazing. Um, are you going Bigfoot hunting? What? Are you going Bigfoot hunting? Yes. It's now. in that area. Yeah, that's what we're going to do, actually. Never mind what I said earlier. We're just going to do that for the whole month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I support you. I support you 100%. If you are able to, in a month's time, get photographic evidence of Bigfoot and or extraterrestrials... Mm-hmm. I mean, has anyone tried? <laughs> <laughs> just bring your lunch meat, your sandwich meat, and just start throwing it around in a circle around yourself. Bring those turkey saddlebags and just see what happens. Yeah, like shape it would it. work for me. Put some treats yeah. in a bag or something. <laughs> out comes a mountain lion. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, that grizzly that like is like, wait, hold on. I remember you from that horseback ride. That grizzly yeah. that was seduced by Dan and followed him to Seattle. Oh my god. <laughs> I- yeah, he scratched the right spot. There you go. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. So next up is Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. How do you say Oregon? It's Oregon. Oregon. I say Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I'm glad we settled that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a it's bunch of people easy. from Oregon be yeah. like, "It's Oregon." Well, no, it's not. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, Pretty good I've food not. there. Like Portland has really great restaurants. Yep. Yeah. Staying right in Portland, we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Honestly, it's called Salem. Where? Well, Salem. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Salem is in the middle of nowhere. It's the state capital. Mm. But, yeah, we're closer to Salem than Portland. But we're going to go to Portland. Wow. 
And then what I was getting to is we're going to be in North Cal. Oh, my, my place of residence. Where, where, um, where are you going to be? And when will you be here? El Cerrit. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so is that Northern Cali or is that more Middle Cali? It's like an hour from you. I don't know how I know that. I didn't Google Maps it. I didn't. I didn't Google you Maps did. it. You did. You <laughs> did. You did. Because you stalk my life just like I stalk your life. Because Dan, earmuffs, Ashley, our love affair will always be the truest I have ever had in my life. Yes. Me too. Also, sorry, Lex. You're up there too. That's we fine. can have a we can have a trinity. It's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That reminds me. I have to tell you guys this. You're going to be embarrassed. So, Great. Dan, I, so so like he said, sometimes I do like the cheesy reels, and then other times he has his ideas or like posts that he has in his mind, and he's like, so I try to think of like the top three people that I actually care what they think, and Julia, you're one of them. No fucking way. <laughs> Wow. I am so honored that I just started profusely sweating. Like that's how you know that I am genuinely like anyone else thinks. Okay. Just saying. I don't know. Some likes on like on the Instagram mean a little bit more. And I say I feel like yours have a little more weight to it. Holy shit, you heard it here first. Thank you. Listen. Listen, I am so happy you guys are here because like I said, and I'm not just saying this because I'm friends with you. I was at your wedding. I did <laughs> Ashley's face for your wedding. Like makeup, not, I didn't do anything hey, unseemly. Um, <laughs> the, the, the range of reactions that just happened. Um, but genuinely, your feed is one of the most aesthetically pleasing feeds. And it does it blows my mind that you do not have hundreds of thousands of followers or millions of followers already. Like, And I remember I did that drive from New York to California. And I went through so many of these states. And I remember driving through Nebraska and being like, it is so beautiful here. Like, I would have never otherwise have been to Nebraska. And the people that I know that moved from Nebraska to California are like, yeah, no, it's you drive through. That's what you do. Sorry, yeah. Nebraska. <laughs> but I think it's beautiful. And I think like aesthetically, it's so pleasing to me. And your feed, I think, captures this beautiful um, sense of Americana that I feel like gets so lost in the way that America is portrayed and specifically the nature of it and the wholesomeness and just the energy that you imbue all of your imagery and your videography with is just, it's truly professional grade. And it, I viscerally react whenever I see a post from Indecisive Travels. I'm like, this is gorgeous. Like this is where I would rather be right now. And honestly, your, I can't show you, I'll send you like a little photo later, but um, your most recent post, that like beautiful, like almost like mountainscape is my background to, on my computer because it's that level of photography. So all I'm saying is when the website comes, like we're going to, we're going to do a coffee table book. We're going to do, we're going to do some screen printing on t-shirts. We're going to do prints that people can frame and do as artwork in their homes. Like we're going to do mugs. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for you. 
I'm not even just saying this because I'm your friend. I'm saying this because I'm genuinely, genuinely obsessed with the visuals on your page. Oh, thank you. You made me like want to look at it. <laughs> you don't look at your own shit? Want to take another look? Are you looking at the same? <laughs> um, no, thank you. That's no, cool. so I will That's say, nice. I mean, I have to, I have to do this because Dan will. The website is technically out there, Done. ready to go. Oh. We've got three blog posts up. We're still new at this, so like, don't be surprised if it looks completely different. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're still <laughs> still working on it, um, but it's actually really incredible, and he did it all from scratch, and I am very impressed and in love. Um, so go check it out. What is it? What's the address? Indecisive dot blog. Yes. Because dot com was already taken. Indecisive dot blog. That's it. That's all I have to put in my browser. Mm -hmm. Something will show up. Do you know how to? I hope it's not cat porn. (laughs) We're going to get it. We're going to get it. (laughs) We did it. Uh, yeah it's not cat porn it is a website oh you looked it up yes okay hopefully it doesn't look all funky for you guys i'm gonna look hold on let me look at this right now hold on oh wait i don't know how to spell indecisive (laughs) i was literally gonna say do you do you need me to spell it out for you julia oh my god this is beautiful this looks wonderful this is amazing i love this shut the fuck up this is so dope. I kind of want to look at it. That that last picture. That, I I need to talk about this last picture. Mm-hmm. You too, because you're on a beach. Mm-hmm. I don't know what beach you're on. You can tell me what beach you're on. And Dan, you are picking Ashley up in a bear hug. Your mouth is open. Your head's thrown back. You are feeling rage, but it's like a pleasure <laughs> rage. And Ashley, you look. Like a hostage, but you're smiling, but you're smiling. So maybe there's like a Stockholm syndrome situation. Ashley, blink twice if you need help. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. We got it. We're going to Seattle. Lex, we're going to Seattle. Pack your bags, kids. It's really cool here. And I'm only blinking twice so that you guys come visit us. Amazing. Well, when you come to Northern California, I'm going to see your asses for sure. Oh, yeah. And we're house shopping. So hopefully, maybe, we'll see. Maybe we'll have a house at that <gasps> point with a pool. No, no horses, though. I mean, I would love to have a horse. But but we what? could get you an inflatable horse costume. I will never say no to any costume. I know. I'm building out my costume closet. So far, I have inflatable T-Rex, inflatable Triceratops, and inflatable shark. Mm, I'm sensing a theme. They're all inflatable? or they're all primordial sharks are sharks primordial they're descendants of dinosaurs megalodons are a primordial but we're it's a sensitive topic here on the peony it's (laughs) scientists the science community is telling us that they're extinct and i just refuse to live in a world where that's fact yeah that's all I'm going to say about that. So passionate about it. 
Does Lily have a favorite location or destination? Under the blankets, right? Yeah. She started doing this thing since we left. I'm gonna just you're just gonna give everyone her secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you ever need to find her, just go into the bedroom and look under the blanket. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's relatable. That's very relatable. <laughs> No, it really is. And it's a great excuse for me when I'm like really sick of working every day to be like, no, I'm just going to check on the cat. And then I'm like under the blanket for four hours. That's amazing. Pillow fort. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, I think liked, um, what do you think her favorite was? I think New Mexico. What was she doing when you were horseback riding through Yosemite? Was she in a saddlebag? She was there. We had a third horse. (laughs) Oh, she was on her own horse. Yeah, she just kind of stands on top of it. Oh, so you're, oh, she's standing. I was going to say, is your cat more flexible than you are? But no, she's standing. That makes sense. That checks out. Yeah, more balance. That's a picture I would, I want. You know, even if you have to, listen, you want more Adobe experience? Photoshop Lily standing on top of a horse in Yellowstone. That's, that's a picture I want to see. Done. She's right. She's right, Dan. I can't <laughs> do it. I have to go. <laughs> so I know this about you because I know you. You two have been together for a very long time. High school sweethearts? College sweethearts. High school sweethearts. I keep nodding and forgetting that I have to speak. But yes, high school sweethearts. <laughs> high school sweethearts <laughs> made it through college, did all the things, got married. You've been together for a while. How has living together in this nomadic lifestyle affected your marriage? Has it affected your marriage? Well, we're we're making the divorce official. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's weird that you brought that up. I didn't think we were going to bring that up here. Is Dan leaving you for that grizzly? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going back to Montana. Oh, no. I didn't even know about this. Jeez. <laughs> Breaking news here on the PM part two. Wow. We just went from being a wholesome, positive, <laughs> inspirational podcast to being Jerry fucking Springer. Yeah. <laughs> My husband leaves me for a bear and tells me on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> How has it affected our relationship, Dan? Um, um... <laughs> You can also say you love each other more. I'm not looking for like a a, a no. dramatic answer. No, I, we're going to give you the real stuff. Hell yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I feel like it hasn't even really changed that much, to be honest, right? No. Like before. Yeah, no. And especially like doing it for so long. Like, Well, yeah, because we were in quarantine we were together. Yeah. Um, I've definitely heard more farts than I ever want wow. to hear again. <laughs> From Lily? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lily From Dan. Oh, God. Wow, Ashley. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Dan, how do you want to rebut that? Throw me a dig. Um, hmm. I don't need to have a rebuttal for it. It's <gasps> fine. Uh, it's fine. Wow. I'll accept wow. it. <laughs> he can't straddle a horse, but he can show up for his wife. 
<laughs> New log line. There you put go. The, there you go. The, there you go. Put it. Put that in the vow renewal. I tried to straddle that horse for you, and this is how you're paying me. He did try to straddle that horse. He was like, "It feels like something's tearing." <laughs> <laughs> what was that something? Your butthole. My spirit. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Did you guys have any expectations going into this? And if so, have they been met, exceeded, or are you regretting every decision you've made since you left New York? (laughs) Dan's nodding. Dan's nodding to the regret. I want to go back. Like I said, I left for a sandwich. I mean, try again. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know what my expectations were, were, but I feel like they must have been exceeded because it's great. I have like, no, I don't want to stop at all. I think it's, I'm having a blast. Yeah. I feel like, um, we went out with like no time frame, and we were like, yeah, we'll probably like do it for six, seven months, a year yeah. maybe. And now we're just like, no, this is how we live now. Like, it's just so fun. Yeah. And also like, I'm trying to decide if I want to stay this. You know, when you're just like having such a good time, you feel bad talking about it. I'm constantly no. playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like downplaying every day because I'm like, this is really cool, but I can't, I don't want to make people feel bad. That's, that <laughs> sounds like a them problem. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish know. I didn't say that, but hey, here we are. Okay. All right. Um, no, I want you to give me all the goodness. Put it on your website. Mm-hmm. Put it on your Instagram. Say it on the pod. You're living your best life. And anyone that gets jealous about that or feels bad, I mean, the hope is not that someone will feel bad and complain and do that. It's maybe inspirational where someone can say, okay, what if I did that? What mm-hmm. like or Or not even that, but like what is one of my dreams that I can do it's never too late. Maybe now's the time. You just got to pull the trigger on it. So I find your story and your imagery very inspirational. And I don't think you should downplay it ever. Also, Daniel, I think you should follow if you don't already follow the account celebs on sandwiches. (laughs) It is literally drawings of celebrities on their like the sandwiches that correspond to their spirits. Oh, yeah, it's pretty dope. Why didn't yeah. I? Why are people so smart? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, thank you for this. You're you're welcome. Listen, as soon as you said all I d- all I did was leave New York for a sandwich, I was like, he needs to know about this. <laughs> he does. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Are you ha- are you guys homesick at all for New York, or are you like having so like such a blast? You're like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we went back for that family vacation mm-hmm. and we were in Brooklyn for one night and we were mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, it's so great. It's so weird to be back, but no. Yeah, I wouldn't say homesick because it's like we're obviously going to go back quite a bit. Yeah. All of our family lives there. It's like, I don't know. It's not like we're never going to go back again. Yeah. And everyone's like, it, everyone's come out to visit us. So we get to see everybody a lot. Um, Brooklyn will always be like center piece of 
I think yeah. my entire heart. But no, definitely not homesick. Yeah, it's really fun visiting. Though. Yeah. To be like, hello again. I'm out. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Go to your favorite coffee shop. Bounce. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so Dan, you were mentioning that you've like started working more uh, in Adobe and like editing. Are there any other cool like passion projects you guys have found yourselves being able to explore while you're out there being a digital nomad? Romance and grizzly bears. <laughs> <laughs> Seducing wildlife with sandbags. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel like this this has been like the passion project, right? I yeah. mean, Ashley's working full time too and she started like a new awesome job. So like, it's not, you know, not going to overwhelm ourselves with a bunch of new stuff. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think of another, like, no, this has been the passion project. Yeah. I mean, like creating the website, mm-hmm. the, the Insta page. Yeah. I'm uh, starting to work on more on different stuff, but like what? Like with kids, our friends website. Yeah. She has like a company idea. So I'm, creating that website for her yeah so it's starting to like that but yeah it's happening this has been the big one yeah crushing it dan danimal Hell yeah <laughs> crushing it <laughs> what is a destination on the list that you don't have planned yet or have you not that thought that far in advance um, what is a destination not on the list yet like something we haven't booked yeah mm-hmm. something you haven't you haven't gone through the steps of booking or like you have done no work on it yet, but in your mind, you're like, Oh, we need to get here at some point. Oh, I think Mexico, right? Oh yeah. Indecisive goes oh. global. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking maybe we've talked about Mexico city a couple of times. I feel like, yeah, that feels good. feels right. We want to go abroad, but obviously pandemic and also mm. small, Lily literally just walked out of the bathroom when I said that. I'm like this. As I, was about to say, as I was about to say, we can't really, I don't want to fly with her. She was like, bitch. She came out and gave you the most panicked look. She's like, I'm not going to Mexico. News to me. <laughs> not putting me on a plane. I don't think so. Excuse me. I don't speak Get out of here. <laughs> what if that look was because she only speaks Spanish? Uh-huh. And she's excited to go back. Oh. <gasps> Why? Why did you there do Is I will try to find it. The, speaking of Lily speaking Spanish, there is a, I think a TikTok page where the, um, the, whoever runs the page like finds random stray cats and then will say like, we'll basically do like, pss, 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 but that version in different languages to see which language the stray cat responds to to be like, Oh, this is a Russian cat. It's a German cat. That's a Mexican cat. And it's so funny. I'll try to find it. Send it to you. So good. Do you so know maybe, offhand Lily. what, mm-hmm. what the Russian cat responds to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. This, this, this. I don't know why that. <laughs> Oh, they no. say, I'm Dude. sorry, they say kitty, kitty, kitty in like different uh, languages. So whatever kitty, 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 kitty is. Where they say pss, 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 is different. 
Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> I think they will try. Pss, pss, pss. Right. I don't know what that's supposed to be, but they say kitty, kitty, kitty in different languages to see. Oh, okay, that, that response makes too. sense. That Please makes talk. sense. It's pretty okay. great. That's yeah. I find it. my life. Yeah, really. So good. It's so silly. I mean, now that we're talking about it, right? Like, we're not going to be in a pandemic forever. We're gonna we're gonna get out of it very soon and very safely. I'm saying that to manifest it. Don't okay. give me that skeptical look. I'm trying to manifest positivity here. <laughs> Sorry, I work in healthcare. I was like, ah. Lex was like, unrealistic expectations. <laughs> um, but say you know, in an ideal world, we emerge from this pandemic unscathed. Maybe everyone's a little bit nicer to each other. Who knows? Um, Lex, stop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is, you know, sometimes there's a realist and sometimes there's a wild card and, you know, <laughs> who knows, who knows which one we are at any point. Anyway, indecisive travels, indecisive dot blog, global edition. Like, realistically, we emerge from a pandemic. We can travel. Lily loves airplanes. Who knew? Like, is that a reality? Are you going global? Like, what are, and give me your top three. Yeah, so actually we had, I don't know if you guys saw that Airbnb had like a competition where they, like, you could apply and they will send you around, like, wherever you want, 12 months, each month free, like exactly what we were doing, but for free. Um, and we didn't get it. Oh. That would have been so good if we did, huh? I know. We didn't. But... Anyway, yes. Like, I feel like we were talking about what we'd want to do then, and we definitely want to go global. But where? Well, I've always want. I want to go to South Korea. It's been on my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, considering we're currently eighty third on the charts, we were. I, we were we didn't break a hundred like two weeks ago and now we've broken it. We're we're climbing. People love us. We love you, South Korea. Um let us know if you wanna host indecisive travels in your city and you have a hookup, let them know. Let them know. Mm -hmm. Call our hotline. Do you have a hotline? We have a hotline. People leave us yes, voicemails. We yeah. Mm -hmm. <gasps> and then we play them on air. What kind mm -hmm. of voicemails? Um, well, we usually end every episode with a recommendation of the week, like something that we're loving. So it could be a book, a TV show, a quote, like anything, something that's just giving us a bit of joy in these bleak times. Um, and we like to share them with our listeners. And so we've had people call up and leave us voicemails with their personal recommendations or things that they absolutely do not recommend. They're like, avoid this at all costs. <laughs> um, and also just like want to shout out the show and give feedback or like let us know if something's going on in their lives. And then we play them on air and we just kind of like have – it's a way for us to kind of make this a dialogue between us and our audience. I love that. That's really cool. I love yeah. that. You're cool. <laughs> You're cool. You're cool. You're really You're cool. cool. You're cool. <laughs> That being said, <laughs> that being said, we love to ask our guests for a reco mm -hmm. of the week. Ooh. Yeah. Can it be yeah. anyone? Could be literally anything, just anything that's giving you something that like you keep thinking about that gives you joy. 
gives us joy. You can't see each other. Campione. It has to be something. It has to be something, or it doesn't have to be, but like it, it helps if it's something that like other people can experience, right? So like e- either yeah. a quote, or you know, even if it's something local to where you've been, something mm-hmm. that just like you think about it and you get the warm and fuzzies, and you think other people would benefit from experiencing it, listening <laughs> to it, whatever. Don't seduce a grizzly again. Seduce a grizzly. <laughs> Okay, so for legal purposes, I th- our legal department is saying that I need to say, don't actually seduce a grizzly. Yeah, maybe. Um, try something yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. Try something Virtually else. Try, over Skype. Try something oh, else. Oh, okay. Um, so just like oh, swipe, uh, swipe okay. right on the grizzly on Tinder. I'm going to go basic B. Excellent. We've been beating the new Lord album to death. Mm. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. road mm-hmm. tripping you like we're really bad at remembering to download music um and so oftentimes we download like one thing and we just have to like replay it over and over and over again new lord album yeah it's good. do you good. have a favorite song um there's one called mood ring mm-hmm. it's like i don't know how i feel so i'm looking at my mood ring mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. sound- <laughs> but it's good Ashley and I used to play this game where we would sing songs to each other at the front desk to like I don't know what what the, the purpose of it was was different every time but we would sing it and neither one of us would ever know what the song was that the other person was singing because we were both so off key mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Oh no! Mm-hmm. It was a great, it was a great freaking time. Ashley's okay. a famous talker. Oh yeah, you're what? A famous TikToker? Sing talker. <laughs> oh, sing talker. No, you remember like 4 p.m. would hit and I couldn't use my brain anymore, and so I'd be like, "Hello," to distract everybody from what I was actually saying. I would just sing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would just crawl under the table and take a nap. Thanks for covering for me. Just kidding. <laughs> or am I? Uh, Amazing. So the new the new Lord album and uh, Grizzlies on TikTok. Yeah. Should we? Dan, 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 Dan. Okay. So since you're this tech genius now, should we set up an app and call it Grizzle? And it's literally just for like Grizzly Bear dating. Oh man! I wow. feel like- Have you heard of Grinder be- Grinder before? Like Grinder. bears, Grinder, <laughs> Grinder. Yeah. Not those kind of grizzlies. I mean, literal <laughs> okay. bears. Well, grizzly Grinder. Yeah, Grizzle. That's good. <laughs> Let's do it. What if? Excited. Yeah. yeah. Go on, Ashley. Go on. Go on. No, to answer your question, it's not restricted to only grizzlies. You can have black bears, you can have polar bears. Polar bears are very lonely these days. Oh, that's so sad. And that's on climate change. (laughs) Indecisive travels, Antarctica. Oh, I'm into it. Ashley's like, absolutely not. Yeah. Dan, I just have this image of you attempting to straddle 
a polar bear. <laughs> what was that? What was that book that was adapted into the Golden Compass? You just trying to straddle up, like saddle up and straddle a polar bear. Wow. Yeah. He has. I'm going to start with horse first. He has yeah. been doing his stretches. Okay. Well, stretch. there's another Photoshop idea in the meantime. Four times in two weeks. You stretched four times in two weeks? Yeah, which is good for me. I'm proud of you. I feel like, okay, I feel like the way that we can get you to stretch more is very simple. Old school. We, we, we don't have to go high tech. So we tie a stick to your midsection, right? Pointing up, vertical. And then we tie wire to it. And at the end of that wire, you know right. what it is. It's a sandwich, <laughs> and you just gotta lunge for it you gotta lunge for it you gotta stretch for it and you at the end after you've stretched a good amount you get the sandwich there is a chance that lily could fly into the air and grab it and steal it from you but that is a logistical problem that i will let you work out wow i think yeah we have to mention that Next time we might go for an Airbnb that they have that kind of capability at it, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys have do you guys have a Do you have a contraption where I can stretcher. hang a sandwich in front of my face and stretch to reach it? Is that the question I would ask? I feel like a fishing pole could work, you know? Just a oh little. yeah. Right. Fishing. Just you stick it in your it. Yeah. I think we just need tension <laughs> though, because we need it to be far enough ahead of you that you can't reach. Yeah, mm-hmm. and be something I could cheat with. Yeah. Or okay, here it is. Simple, simple fix. It it isn't. It doesn't have to be this whole big contraption. We literally put a sandwich on a plate and put it on a table. But Ashley tapes your midsection, like gorilla tapes your midsection to like a beam or a wall or something, so that your limbs have to move and stretch <laughs> and you're getting your crunches in i wish i wish we could show people the motion you just did it's, a, it's so goofy it's you I look like a turtle it, that's that's we can call it the turtle the go. turtle yep there you go <laughs> there you go and then that could be an idea for a reel there you go. When this episode oh. goes up, which we'll let you know offline when that when that date is set to be. I don't know. I'm obviously the wild card today, but we'll let you know. And then maybe around that time, you just so happen to drop a reel where Dan is gorilla taped to a wall and he's just stretching, doing this gesture <laughs> for the sandwich. But and I'm for the podcast to listen to it. That's Boom. amazing. That see this collaboration happening. This is genius. Also, Ashley, you're welcome for giving you an opportunity to tape your husband to a wall and then exploit the fuck out of him. I would totally never do that to him. I tried to nod my head while I did this. It didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) That was another thing that I remember at the front desk. You weren't too great at, but neither was I of the uh, head pat belly rub. Oh, no. I feel like I can do it now, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's right. fair. Yeah, we're an audio platform, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, amazing. Well, thank you, Indecisive Travels, for being with us today. Um, we're so excited that you got a chance to talk to us about your journey and about your future plans. I'm so excited yeah. for you. And everyone, listen, South Korea, Kuwait, 
America, Canada, everyone else that's listening to this right now, go and follow them at indecisive underscore travels on Instagram. You spell indecisive, I-N-D-E-C-I-S-I-V-E. Okay. We'll also tag them everywhere when this episode goes up. Um, And I also repost your stuff all the time. So yeah, we'll get into it. And then indecisive.blog to follow it more actively there. Um, Amazing website design. Congratulations, Daniel, Ashley, and Lily. I can't wait to see what you have for us down the pipe. You guys are very It's Bigfoot. I know it's Bigfoot. Yes. (laughs) At last, at long last. Bigfoot would thrive on Grizzle. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Record of the week. <laughs> you know, we're getting better and better every time. We are. It's also getting different every time. <laughs> That's the point. Got to keep it fresh. Got to keep the people coming back for something spicy. Keep you on your toes. Here for the remix. This shirt brings brings out things deeper than my soul that I they literally make me feel like a 1960s news chief I want you to have a cigar in your hand and like a like a I also want to have a cigar giant in my hand. Cu- cup of coffee even though it's like 11 p.m at night you know it's not 11 p.m while we're recording but if I'm setting the scene yeah <laughs> yeah sorry I don't know why but I was like Larry King <laughs> I go like a Larry King vibe. <laughs> I look like I do look like Larry King. I do look. I just need the suspenders, which is the original thought that I had. Oh, the original man. thought that I had when we talked about this. But then I was like, Oh no, no, no! Suspenders are a little bit like forties, maybe fifties. But I'm going sixties. But you know, I used to Larry King, and now and now suspenders are always in. Yeah, know? I thought you were gonna say. A, I thought you're. <laughs> I don't know why, but you said Larry King, uh-huh. and I heard Larry Flint <laughs> of Hustler fame. Oh, there we go. I was like, who the fuck is Larry mm-hmm. Flint? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. You know, also kind of the energy I'm giving off. You do have kind of a 70s porn vibe. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> if we put a stash on you, game over. Can I tell you, being. Yes. Being a woman, mm-hmm. genetically, mm-hmm. and identifying as such, mm-hmm. my one thing that bums me out about it, well, I have a lot of things that bum me out about it, like some things I'm like, okay, can we not do this? But yeah. the one thing that I feel devoid of that I wish I had was the ability to grow facial hair. Because I sent you Same. a filter, I sent you a filter where I, I had a beard, yes. and I looked like Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> and I was like, I would look amazing with a little bit of a stubbly beard. And yet. No dice. No dice. Yeah. I always wish I could grow some facial hair. Instead, I get like a couple of scraggly chin hairs. <laughs> what, would be your, what would be your facial hair of choice? Ooh. Um, I think like a nice like full beard not like mm-hmm. a, a big one just like a nice five o'clock shadow just yeah a little bit fuller than that yeah just like a f- 
5 p.m. shadow for the next day. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's not going to happen. I would want to I would want to not wear this as my look but I would want to try out like the mutton chops that turn into the mustache. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're getting real porn vibes now. Like we're, you're just really like this is what you're aiming for. I once dated a guy whose uncle had that exact facial hair and I just wow. have always wondered what it's like to move through life with that on your face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be an well, experience. Did he have facial hair on his chin? Or was that shaved? No. No, no, no. The chin wow. was shaved. Mm-hmm. It was literally just like the like the the sideburn yep. that then just swir- like just gently swooped onto the mustache wow. from either side. And the best part of it as well was he also had the hair on his head. He was bald uh-huh. on top and he just had like the ring of hair in the back. Wow. So, like, his chin and his his forehead, top of his head, completely bald, and then just, like, a continuous ring around so like So, like, a reverse helmet? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a helmet looks like, you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're welcome for that visual, though. Uh, we should definitely talk about recos because we, should. That's the, we need a palate cleanser. Yep. So, would you like to go first? I would. Uh, so my reco of the week, um, if you guys are comfortable going back to a movie theater, um, I would highly recommend seeing Candyman. Um, Nicole Ooh. of the Godfrey Audio Guide and I went and saw it. And whew, um, I haven't seen the original Candyman in a really – I think I was like maybe eight when I saw it. Um, Too young. Uh, yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> there you go. Um <laughs> I don't remember much, if anything, no. uh, but this one, because I initially was like, why are they remaking it? Um, I, I I should shut the fuck up because it was amazing. Um, it is heavy. It does. I mean, Jordan Peele is uh, one of the screenwriters and one of the executive producer. Um, so, you know, it's topical, um, but it's there are some shots that are so visually stunning the acting is wonderful there were moments and i'm like was it because i haven't been in a movie theater in almost two years so i forgot what it's like to watch a movie on the big screen but there were moments where i like forgot i was watching a movie like i got Mm. so absorbed into the story um but yeah visually it's beautiful there's some really wonderful uh storytelling that happens with some some puppetry Ooh. It's rad. It's so rad. Go see it, Candyman. That's Is my it recommendation. Like really scary though. There are some. There's a couple of moments that kind of are like little jump scares. Um, I wouldn't call this a slasher. I would mm-hmm. say that like any gore that happens is pretty justified. Um, have you seen Us or Get Out? Yes, both. Okay. It. Um. In terms of gore, kind of like us, but from a further distance, if that makes mm. sense. Like I, a lot of these really violent shots are further; they're they're not in your face, and you yeah. you don't always see it happen. You you mm-hmm. get more of the suggestion of what's happening, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciate. So okay, yeah, okay, I may be able wonderful. to sit through that then. 
I yeah. love. I mean, there yeah, yeah. there are. Yeah, he's an amazing actor. Yeah, he's. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. He's Bill so Mateen, great. The second. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's wonderful as the lead. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just go see. He's crushing it. He's gonna be. He's also gonna be Morpheus in the new Matrix. Oh, I, I have think, not looked into that at all. Yeah. So, well, hmm. Yeah, he's oh, he's so good. He's such he's a so good actor. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine. That's- I will have to do that. And then in the <laughs> middle of the night, when I have nightmares and think that I'm about <laughs> to die, and I'm I'm gonna call you and I'm gonna wake you up. Okay. I always and have about, do not disturb on, but well, then I'm going to call me Robo. <laughs> okay. Then I'm going to drive to Los Angeles <laughs> and I'm going to break into your room specifically. Okay. <laughs> and I will, I'm not going to tell you what I'll do, oh, but I won't be there oh, when dear. you step into it next. Oh. Okay. I will leave just a token, a whole crux of myself. Good luck finding it. <laughs> it's psychological warfare. It's the it's the best kind, really. <laughs> My reco has a lot of psychological warfare, actually. Oh, yeah. What's your reco? My reco is so. I just finished the entire season of the chair and i am obsessed it is amazing everyone needs to watch it it is heartbreaking at times but it basically has um sandra Mm o is the first woman chair of the english department and the first woman of color Mm-hmm. And she is trying to essentially uh, modernize the department, get it, get students excited, make it more current so that it's not just these tenured older people who are um, basically waiting out their tenure and like still teaching the same shit that they were teaching 40 years ago. And so she's trying to like diversify and she got like the first black female hire and she was going to like fast track her to be tenured. And like, she like the whole series is like the back and forth fight about that. Will it happen? Won't it happen? And like so many other things. And there's just a lot of like free speech is brought into question. Like cancel culture is brought into question. Diversity, representation, inclusion, gender, race, all of that comes into question. She's also a single mother to an adopted Mexican child. Wow. So there's that relationship there and her juggling yeah. being the first female chair and having this relationship. But it's fast-paced. It's super witty. It has super funny parts. So even though the subject matter is heavy, it is very um, – smartly written and mm-hmm. incredibly executed beautifully acted and the co-creator and i want to say maybe not co-creator but definitely co-creator was amanda pete so it basically just wow. like like doesn't even satirize the like the all of the stereotypes of academia it literally just like confronts the viewers with it and it's i mean if you need a sandra ofix like if you've so you watched all of Grey's Anatomy 50 times, you watched all of Killing Eve 50 times, and you're like, I need new Sandra O oh being Sandra O. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is it. 
And it's Ooh. incredible. And it's incredible. And yeah. I don't know if there's going to be a second season, but they, like, they wrapped it up so that if this was a standalone miniseries, it would be satisfactory. Nice. That's awesome. What's it yeah. on? Netflix. Dope. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh, You're welcome. I, I'm here to tell you that I watched the whole thing. I think it's like six episodes. And... It's worth your time. Rad. I mean, it's Sandra O. Oh, she's always yeah, always worth her time. And it's and it's and it's also the woman who is dating Sarah Paulson. Who is dating Sarah Paulson currently? Oh, Holland Taylor. Mm. Yeah. So Holland Taylor is in it. Sandra O oh is in it. Um, and I think. There are a few other recognizable faces in it, but it's a great show. Me gusta. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. So ours are scary in different ways. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Both tackling some really heavy themes. So uh, have, have, have a good time this week, you guys, watching those. If you decide to, you know, maybe start with Candyman. And uh, you know what? Actually, I don't know which one is gonna be lighter for you (laughs) we we started off on such a high note and now we're ending with such a bummer not really uh so this this just followed a uh tragedy outline if we're going back to shakespeare you start off as a comedy you bring what what i'm kidding cast us in what would you what would you (laughs) cast us in? we would be the fools in every play all of them we would just be the two little side characters that. that pop up and I'm into Sass. that only if I can bring my own wardrobe. Like if I get a stipend <laughs> to buy more shirts like this, which I appreciate your I effort in you describing to know how it theater earlier. Works and it's not that. <laughs> well, it's time to innovate. Unless unless your stipend is like, uh, you know, $35 and you go to Goodwill and you just pray for the best. I got this shirt at a thrift store in Las Vegas. There you go. Okay. All right. It, then that's it, probably fine. It looks like a shirt you get at a thrift store in Las Vegas. You did a great job describing it. Like it's two animal... old men from Jersey. Yeah, that's pretty much it. My, it's like white and black. It's animal print, but it's not just the print of an animal. It's literally like an portraits an, like of animals. There, an elephant. And, mm-hmm. It's wonderful. There's oh, there's a tiger and a zebra and an octopus. What is that? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna flash you a boob. Hold on, let me not do that. <laughs> There's a lot of very exotic animals on this show. You got to take anyway. a picture of this. It, I will. Oh, that's a great idea. Me explaining is not giving it any justice. That's a great idea. There you go. There you go. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for being here. You're welcome. Was that to me or is that to the listeners? Listeners, thank you for being here. <laughs> also, Julia, thank you for being here. And you're welcome for me being here. I broke her. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you had a wonderful time with us today. 
and all of our shenanigans, uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars. Um, And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Peony Podcast. The Peony Podcast. You can also leave us a voicemail. Uh, voicemail 707-892-0401 we're getting ready for our shakespeare heist noir (laughs) uh yeah we should go uh write that out uh Thank you so much, everybody. We love you. So much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Peony, where we believe that culture informs all that we do and art can truly be anything. If you like this episode, please leave us a review, rate us, tell all your friends to subscribe, follow, download. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Oh! <laughs>